Welcome to Dice Heist, where we roll the dice and see what we can get away with. My name is Aaron. I play Bertram Dirgestride. And, um, yeah, things are, um, gross again. Over to you, Dirk. Yeah, uh, my name is Nick. I play Dirk Vilgoth, our arcane trickster. <laughs> Love you, man. Uh, and, yeah, we just got roughed up quite a bit by those uh those robots that uh are apparently experimental and also resistant to things and also like really annoying but you know it's okay we're good how, how far away is fulcrum again because we might need to go back all right <laughs> over to you adam <laughs> Well, Bronson here playing Adam Vadova. You did it too. Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I did it too. And uh, yeah, although we're although we're gross again, at least for the time being, Adam's is not hemorrhaging fucking hit points. So for now, I am <laughs> DM. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my name's Raceland, and uh, today we're back on Dice Heist with these three chuckle fucks who <laughs> left a warehouse that they were safe in, climbed up a building to get to where they wanted to get into the sewers, and then got their asses handed to them by four robots. Yep. And and it should not have been as difficult a fight as it was, but it was. Crits. Yeah. yeah. It happens. I mean, yeah, it, it just happens. But it, I, I, it is. You, you hit me with 39... Points from from one round of attacks. Yeah, from one. It was some good rolling. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens, but be that way sometimes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So these things ain't fucking around, and you guys are in the sewers. Yeah, and you you're worried that you might get some sepsis right now because there's a lot of open wounds. Right I now. have so oh, many nuts. open wounds. Yeah, right it's now. just oh, it's nuts. just bleeding, and yeah. Um. So yeah. All right. Yeah. What, what y'all doing now? Uh, you're pretty close to the warehouse still. So now that they're all plopped down, uh, Derek's gonna be like, alright guys, that really fucking hurt. Who wants to go back to Fulcrums? I don't know if that's a possibility. Anyway, um, <clears throat> ah, that stings. Um, I will cast uh, Cure Wounds. On uh, who looks worse between Dirk and Adam? Uh, Dirk is uh, at 13 out of 70. He will cast Cure Wounds on Dirk. Okay. Uh, we're going to do it. No, not at that level. <laughs> Sorry, first level. We're Sorry. First D level. DM, was, was, that, was that a little metagamey declaring my no. hit points? I just didn't know if those are supposed to be secret. Metagamey is okay. Okay. Uh, just only to a certain extent. In, yeah, in this case, I, yeah. you got it. You I'm guys not. reference your fucking spell slots. It's okay. It'll. It'll. We'll, it's okay. <laughs> I know. We're not ultra. That feels weird. I know. <laughs> um. Anyway, I'll yeah. do second level. Cure wounds. Okay. Uh, so that's gonna be oh, real good. Uh, fifteen health. Nice. Um. I will do it at another second level at Adam. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, thanks, Bertram. Yeah. And that is 16. Cool. Um, that feels better. And I'll I'll toss Dirk another first level and myself first. So, Dirk, you will get an additional <laughs> six. Six. Okay. Yep. Cool. 
I will get 12. Dirk, do you want to take point on this and lead us? Are, are we going forward, or are we trying to get somewhere to re- regroup? Um, time time is of the essence here. Yep. We should try to avoid conflict. Hopefully we can do that in this cesspool. Um, there's, there's no right answer here. I say we go back. I'm pretty fucking hurt. I know you two are, too. What's it would be at least another hour before we're back on the streets. And what's going to be there that's going to help us? All right, heal all up? right. Let's let's move. Let's just let's just go. Fine. I'll Bertram will point out <laughs> the area where he keeps a um, healing capsule. Uh-huh. I have it in as a potion, but I yeah, think that's a just capsule, yeah. by uh, how we do things. And uh, I have this here in case of emergencies. I have um, one too. Where do you keep it on your person? There might not be time to search you. Uh, Dirk will kind of just pull back his vest a little bit, and there's like a a zipper pouch there that... um, He's a healing capsule stash pouch? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, actually, he he wouldn't even... Yeah, I mean, that that would would probably where he has it. And, like, you you pull it out, and, like, it's uh, actually, like slotted in there mm-hmm. so it's cool. not gonna fall out you just gotta like pinch it and pull it out so so this little pocket right you said there's a zipper for it yeah how large is the pocket like a couple inches it's like you can get like maybe two three fingers inside the pocket it, it would it would be sized for okay. for the capsules just just a little small one just for a capsule is what you're saying yes it's not supposed to be gross just i i know <laughs> I know what it sounds like. It's <laughs> oh, uh, for the viewers at home, I, I was giving Raceland this very nervous look. Then, like, <laughs> what, like, why oh, is he oh, asking? <laughs> <laughs> what am I saying? What am I setting myself up for? <laughs> okay, so inside this pocket, we'll say it's large enough for this, just for sake of argument. Um, you notice that one of Zed's feathers is in there. It's physically in there. And now this is odd because Zed's feathers fall out, mm-hmm. just like any other bird. However, Zed is kind of partially real, partially ethereal. So normally what happens is his feathers will fall, and eventually they just dissipate. Right. But this one's just sitting there. Um, and it's just still in there. It seems much more physical than than any others that you've seen fall off. Right. You're not sure what it is. You're not sure hmm. why. You just notice it. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if this has anything to do with my feather fall. Huh. Thanks, Ed. Uh, and he's going to put it back in the pouch and zip it back up. Uh, and, and as you say that, Zed, like, pokes you in the side of the head <laughs> with his beak. Like, just, like, jabs you. Um, you. You can't help but think that maybe he's correcting you. You don't know what's going on, but, like, yeah. Mm. You're not sure. What's going? On? We have a phoenix down feather. All right, so he po- he pecked me on the head. So Dirk's gonna be like, "All right, buddy, here we go." Uh, so he's gonna pull it back out. He's gonna present it to Zed. All right, what's next, buddy? He he kind of like flits down, hangs onto your your coat, and just pecks at the pocket. 
I, w- I want to point out something. This is the find okay. familiar spell is what Zed comes from, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, you Correct. can communicate with him telepathically. <laughs> <laughs> he just never does. So this is how we communicate. <laughs> I mean, Go he, for it. He, he, he does on stealth missions. He just he, he also still has animal intelligence, though. Right. That yeah. is the other thing. So, yeah. like, it's not like it's an intelligent Zed conversation. Zed thinks he's communicating just fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zed doesn't think this is wrong. Like... Okay. Uh, yeah, he's okay. Let's freaking go. You, you put it back, and he like hops back up on your shoulder, seemingly content. You don't know what's going on. <clears throat> yep. Yes. It's frustratingly confusing. Lead the way. All right. Uh, yeah, Dirk is going to uh, lead down one of the paths, but if he has any idea of like one that might have an area that they could hold up in to take a breather, but, like, also be defensible. If he has any inkling of which path would maybe have one of those. Uh, so, unfortunately, because your map did not specify those areas, okay. initially, you do not have any knowledge of those. You're basically just kind of blindly hoping that you go along the path that you have, and maybe okay. you'll come across one, maybe you won't. Um, so, first off, I'm going to need one of you guys... Uh, one of you is going to roll for stealth for the group, and the other one is going to roll uh, survival to lead the group. So choose okay. who's going to do that. Um, is, is it based on our uh, yeah. Yeah, stats? Your then, stats. Then yes, I am rolling stealth. You'll be rolling the stealth. Okay, so you're keeping a lookout, making sure that you guys are moving quietly. One of you will roll survival to determine uh, uh, your path, and the final person will roll a perception check to just kind of keep an eye out and ear out for what's going on. So decide who's doing what, and then we'll go from there. I'll yeah. navigate. You'll navigate? Okay. Dirk, and then Dirk stealth. And then uh, so I will perceive. Okay. So, so Dirk, roll, roll your checks. So Dirk I, gave the map to Bertram while he kind of leads the way and keeps things quiet. Right. What were you going to say, I was Robson? robbed. Uh, if, if it's possible for Adam to walk and cast, um, he would like to cast something that would... I think help a lot. Yeah. What, what are you casting? He's going to cast Flock of Familiars. Okay. Interesting. Um, oh, it, I like this version of the spell. Oh. It takes a minute. Okay. Let me pull it up. It takes a minute. Concentration up to an hour. Uh, summons three familiar spirits. They can take animal forms of my choice. In this case, I'm just going to do uh, bats. Okay. Oh, um, what a great idea. Nice. And each familiar uses the same rules, options uh, for a familiar conjured by a find, find familiar spell. Right. Um, <laughs> I can telepathically communicate with them if they're within a mile of me. I can also see through their eyes or so hear through cool. their auditory, you know, senses. Um, again, <clears throat> while they're in a mile, within a mile. Okay. So we have okay. We have bat navigators. Yeah. yeah. Bat okay. Scouts. And an owl. So what I'm gonna have you do? You're gonna roll a regular perception check for me. Okay. But the perception check is going to affect a much larger area, effectively because of the spell. Because you can send them out and kind of like give a much wider area mm-hmm. of uh, like perception. Obviously, like even if you want to go check out on the streets too with these, you can do that too. Or by sending them up a little bit and like, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You're just gonna roll a straight perception check. And then that will be the effect of it. Like, it's just a huge bubble that you can now see in because you have these these bats helping cool. you. Could this information help Bertram uh, navigate? 
Yeah, I was going to say, because yeah. we have the three if, paths. And... If Bertram gets stuck with his roll, that's what will happen. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> that's going to happen. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So I rolled bad. <laughs> so what did <laughs> what did we roll for navigation? Bertram's trying to. Oh boy, that's an eight. Oh, okay. Uh, it was on fourteen for like point eight seconds, and then it just clocked over to four. So okay, so eight. So Dirk's focusing on everyone being quiet. How'd yep. you roll to, for that stealth? Yeah. So uh, Dirk is sneaking by using Zed on his shoulder, uh, looking through Zed's eyes for that dark vision. Um, and uh, Dirk got a 29 for stealth. Okay, God so you're damn. keeping the entire party quiet. So that stealth tech is not just for you, it's it's for everybody. Right. Um, so you're keeping everybody quiet while you're going through. Right, navigating Bertram's- them, pointing them to walk the certain paths to follow me. And, just- and then, like, when you, need, when you come to a junction, like, Bertram's trying to figure out where you guys need to go. And, like, you get to the first junction, and, and Bertram's, like, looking at the map, and he's like, there's shit all over it. I, I literally can't read this anymore. Dirk, Dirk, <laughs> Dirk puts a mage hand up to his up to his lips. <laughs> um, and then Adam is like, Adam, you you see through your bat's eyes exactly the path that you need to go on. What was your investigation check or uh, perception rather? Total of twenty five. Twenty five. Oh, okay, damn. yeah. So you notice that there are a few automatons moving up above on the streets. Um, they don't notice your bat. Obviously, not really concerned about it. Um, in the sewers, you don't notice anything moving around, anything other than, like, rats, that sort of thing. Um, you do notice that there is both a cistern that you could go to, which could be possibly a way for you guys to hold up and possibly rest. Um, however, you do know the path that you should be able to figure out by looking over Bertram's shoulder right now. Like, you can kind of perceive which direction. You're just getting a better spatial awareness of the uh, the map laid out in front of you right now. Okay. So. You can pick up on the slack there. Uh, yeah, Adam would point that out. There's a, a cistern up ahead. We might be able to take a rest. Yeah, so D- Dirk will just glance at the map real quick. And like, all right, let's go. Okay, so uh, you guys move up, and you're able to enter into this uh, area. And there's light trickling down through some grates, um, and it's quiet. You can see rats. The low rush of water as it kind of pours in, um, there's kind of like the shelf area that's mostly dry. It's dirty, but it's not actually like terribly bad. Most of it's like uh, like dry caked on mud almost. Um, but other than that, it seems like a good place for you guys to hold up. There's only two entrances into here and one uh, larger tunnel that heads out of it, kind of pouring down deeper uh, as a exit out for the water. So mm. what is your plan of action? Adam would just have his bats uh, essentially just guarding the cistern until we get there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Making sure that there's not going to be any threats when we fucking show up. Yeah, you get there. Yeah, the bats, they're fairly certain there's nothing. They can also look at the exits and entrances and kind of keep an eye out for you. Um, cool. Also checking up above occasionally. We're just assuming that they're kind of just in this little fly pattern that you're just constantly like keeping them active in um, to make sure that they're checking for you. Good. Uh, you guys are moving currently at a very pretty slow pace by being stealthy through the sewers. Um, so that's going to be a problem possibly when it comes to this spell running out because it only lasts an hour. Mm-hmm. At this pace, it would probably take you about two hours to get to your final location. But that's assuming that you don't take a short rest here. Like I'm assuming that you're thinking about doing it at least. Mm. So, uh, what 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 are you guys doing? This is decision time, I think. So, I say we keep going. Keep going for now. <clears throat> None of us are in good shape, but. 
there are many people out there that are in worse, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, but I'm... I'm willing to be outvoted here. <laughs> we don't really know what we're gonna come across in the sewers, let alone on the surface. I mean, at, at some point, we're... Especially if we end up fighting something down here, we're gonna have to take a rest. Also, the long... I would agree there. We, we couldn't... We couldn't fight again here and again later without more rest. Also, we left evidence behind that we got down here, so they might they might be searching the sewers here currently as we speak. I I think we should keep moving. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you guys do continue to move on. Um, are you continuing to move at your slower, much more stealthy pace? Or do you want to speed it up and... I mean, you can reduce it by half. So basically, do you want to take an hour or do you want to take two hours? Taking an hour means you're being less careful and less quiet, but two hours means uh, you're possibly going to have to use the spell twice or uh, you're dealing with not having the effect of the familiars for a period of time. Right. Uh, guys, I might be able to find uh, an apothecary or somewhere that we can get healing if I'm, if I can read the map right. Ooh. I'm wondering if we should hit the surface, try to try to snag one of those. Yeah, if you can, if you can pinpoint it on the map I, first, I can try. Yeah, um, yeah. Actually, so go ahead and make an intelligence check first off. Okay. Be uh, smart. Yeah, I like this plan. This Be is, smart. This is cool. Mm -hmm. uh, smart. So that's a uh, what? What's the roll? Int intelligence. intelligence. Uh, so that is eighteen. Okay, so within eighteen. <laughs> Highly successful. Uh, you're actually able to, you take a look at the three paths that are possible. You're looking at the map and you're like, okay, I'm fairly certain that at this corner, there is an apothecary here and we pass directly underneath it. I think you're fairly certain that there's a manhole cover directly behind the shop, which is kind of like this perfect location for you uh, to kind of like pop up and be able to hop in there if you need to. It's so very gross that you know this. Yeah, well. But I'm happy that you do. Yeah, what, um, <clears throat> when you live the life I do, you gotta know the streets. <laughs> um, so, so then the next question is, what pace are you continuing at, quickly or slow? Let's be quick. Uh, I we're police, are we not? I would rather be slow, or else we're going to there alert something in the sewer, if, or we're going to alert something I, up I top, think and that's going to cancel out going to the apothecary anyway. We need, we need to recover. We should get there safely, so we should move at a slower pace, make sure that we're not detected. It okay. sounds like I'm outvoted, which is fine. I'll, my last words on the subject are, there are people out there that are worse than us. Mm. We knew the job going into this. We swore an oath to help people. Think about it this way. You know how when you're on an airship and there's like an emergency and the oxygen masks come down... No, the only and you're told airship to emergency I've seen is the whole thing careening out of the sky. <laughs> Just listen. All right. Listen. All right. <laughs> or don't fucking listen. God damn it. God oh. Continue. Ooh. Um, okay. Uh, I'm listening. <clears throat> I'm just saying. It seems Guys. selfish, but it's not. We need to be able to help people in order to help them. Right? If we die, it's all for nothing, right? 
can't if we die people before we help them. So let's go. We're going slowly. Adam got angry. Yeah, I know. I was like, that is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Adam had emotion. <laughs> None of us did. None of us did. Um, I think both that's, we as players and characters are all. That's that's when you're quiet. That's like when you're. This. It's like when your quiet grandpa decides to like raise his voice a single <laughs> octave, and everyone just shuts the fuck up. <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, you guys are going to continue on at a slow pace. It's going to take you about uh, forty-five to minutes to an hour to get to the apothecary that uh, Dirk was able to point out. Um, so close to about half the way, but by the time you get there, the Flock of Familiar spell will have run out. Uh, so uh, we're going to have you guys roll again. I need you to make a stealth check for me there, Dirk. Um, we're going to need a navigation check from you, Bertram, and an investigation sh- or perception check for you, uh, Adam. I got 19. 19. Okay, good. 17. Uh- 17? Uh, almost the worst I could have gotten. Uh, 14. 14's not... Oh, he got the halfling natural one. Yeah, okay. It's not terrible, though. It's a 14. Yeah. Like, uh, so you guys are fairly stealthy. I'm actually going to roll to see what you possibly run into first. Okay, there's that. And the flock of familiars will be a factor in detecting as we correct go. yeah yeah so you guys are getting closer i wouldn't have casted it again no no you still have it is what i'm saying oh it lasts for an hour right. your time from here until you get to the apothecary it is still active is okay. what i'm saying once cool. you get to the apothecary that's when it runs out works for was, me. was what i was trying to say okay um so you you do find the path quite fine um bertram be able to determine which direction you're going in from the map just fine uh the bats are flying up you have one above the sewers kind of just following along your path above um, and keeping an eye on the streets, see if there's any that are coming, possibly uh, going to hear you from that area. Uh, and then one or two of them are just kind of like flitting around in the sewers, kind of like checking out the other paths real quick, making sure that there's no one that could be coming up on you, that sort of thing. Huh. However, in their path, uh, as you guys are moving forward um, from, uh, uh, you guys are heading north right now from the east uh, uh Excuse me, sorry. From the Eastgate sector of the city, you were going towards Central, and you guys are heading north currently. Um, coming up on an intersection, there is a, a pipe that heads back towards you, coming from the east. Uh, and one of the bats you sent down this way, the other one, uh, you guys are heading down the north tunnel here still. One of the bats runs into one of those uh, drone-like automatons that was flying around. It sees it flying towards you guys. It is roughly about uh, two, three hundred feet away from you. Guys, in the right? sewer. In the sewer. It's kind of like okay. floating through the sewer. It's it's like small. Think maybe like a foot, two feet wide. They're really small, small blades, just you know, easily maneuverable. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like slowly droning on through the sewers. Um, and it is coming towards that intersection. Now you guys have not been noticed yet. Uh, and your your destination is further on. What is your what is the actions you guys are going to take? Are you guys going to try and hunker down? You're going to keep on pressing forward, move more quickly forward, uh, backpedal. I, I don't. I just. I'm just going to have the bat distract the fucking drone by annoying the shit out of it. Okay. Ooh, cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, make an attack roll for the bat. Or actually, 
I'm gonna cast a uh, chill touch through the batch. Through oh, the batch. oh, fuck! Wait a minute. Hold oh, on. Yeah. Oh Hang my. It, does that work though? I I I'm gonna let it work. Chill touch isn't an actual. Uh, it is a touch fucking, spell though. It's isn't not it? though. It's a 120 foot oh, range necromancy It doesn't. Spell. You can still oh, yeah, cast it like through a, a familiar. It does not matter if it's a touch or not. No, it has That's, to be touch. I, I, it doesn't have to be touch. From familiar, familiar rules, it has oh, to be a touch spell. Let me see if okay. I have another. Touched. Yeah, do you have I, a touch? Because otherwise you could just like think point I at do. it. That's true. Shock yeah. and grasp? You wouldn't need the familiar. Nope. Oh. See, I, I can shock and grasp through Zed, but... Uh, I mean, yeah, Zed, touch, chill Zed touch is definitely a misnomer of a uh, spell name. Honestly, yeah, because <laughs> the thing that's touching it, is the spectral hand that you're casting <clears throat> forward yeah. that touches them. And it's not like it does ice damage either. It's necrotic. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, yeah. yeah the fair. whole fucking name is the whole wrong. name is a whole. It's entirely a misnomer. Do you hear us, Watsy? It's wrong. <laughs> uh, Witches of the coast, you should <laughs> feel bad. Uh, and yeah, in that case, yeah, I'll just do the normal attack for the bat, I suppose. Yeah, okay. just, um, just see what just happens distract. from that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Ooh, bat stats. I should be be able to actually look this up. Yep, bat. He's got it. Let's see. Gets plus zero to its attack. Okay, cool. <laughs> Roll good. Good thing it's a... It's an 18. 18. Nice. That's, that's good. One piercing damage. Okay, one piercing <laughs> damage. Okay. So uh, I'm going to roll a d4, because these things are really small. They don't have a lot of hit points. It only has one hit point. Oh, no nice. way. I just rolled a one. We're just going random, because this is fun. And you just it just like walks up to it, it and like the bat like buffets the fucker. And just like it, one of its one of its propellers flops off, and it just goes <laughs> into the wall as it think in this tiny explosion. But it's it's dead now. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Bats also have one hit. That's point. a badass. Yeah. There's, there's like there's an automaton sitting at a computer screen going right. The fuck! I just how <laughs> do I explain this to fucking billing Sir, there's just a bat I don't, I don't know what's going on here <laughs> angry bat yeah. we're tired of your shitting fu- shitty flying jots in your fire sir we lost another one in the sewers <laughs> we're recycling you <laughs> for the night <laughs> okay yeah so d- never mind continue on <laughs> excellent well fucking done excellent. everyone uh, excellent use of that spell we're, we're moseying we're continuing yeah so you guys mosey yep. on and you were able to get to the manhole cover that you believe is directly next to this uh, apothecary um, in this round. So, uh, where are you guys? What are you guys doing here? Um, I'm assuming <laughs> that the bats are going to fly around and take a quick look around. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Zed going to go with them? Um, Zed effectively has a cloak of elven kind too. Yeah, so yeah, like, more or less. What? Uh, I think I'm going to have Zed uh, be on uh, a nearby either like. Uh, tree branch or what, whatever he can be perched on, okay. but like kind of hidden, but have an overlook view okay. um, of like the sewer and like the entrance to the apothecary. Okay. So I'm going to need a perception check from Bronson, or from Adam, please, for your bats. Um, I'm going to need a stealth check from you for Zed first. Bat-ception. And then I'm going to use his, your passive as far as that goes. Okay. Uh, 16. 16. And, nice. they, and they also have echolocation. Uh, well, okay. Which is like blind sight for 60 feet. Right. Cool. Which makes them more effective in the sewers. Um, oh, I wish he had. I wish he had better stealth. Uh, it's advantage, at least. He, so. he does have advantage. Uh, so that's 15 for Zed. Okay. Also, question: mm-hmm. uh, If there's any hearing involved, 
bats do have keen hearing, and they would normally get advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on hearing. Okay, so yeah, roll again. Yeah, roll roll okay. advantage. And Dirk also has that keen Much hearing. Much better. That's insight. 26. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you are able to detect that the area is mostly clear. However, um, there does seem to be some sort of mechanical whirling. Uh, you assume that there is automatons in the area. Uh, they're not super close by, uh, based on the fact that like you can just barely hear it on the edge of the bat's uh, range. Um, you can fly around with them to try and pinpoint where they are if you want. Yeah. Okay, so you kind of do a quick like swirl around the bats, try and check. Um, they are like, uh, currently they are three uh, doors down from the apothecary. And there is a group of uh, three automatons. They look like a variety of different functions at one point. Um, but it seems as if their bodies, as you're able to now see them, have kind of been modified to be much more militaristic. Um, there has been uh, basically some sort of firearm attached to their arms, but like they still have the other attachments like uh, that they normally would. Um, like one of them looks like they're just a nanny bot, but mm-hmm. it just has like a shotgun strapped to its arm now. <laughs> really like kind of baffling, but like what what's going on? So there's three of them just kind of like strolling down the street towards the apothecary right now. Um, you do have enough time to sneak in there quickly if uh, and they will not see you, but you have to move fast is what you're you're learning from this. Or you have to wait for them to pass too. And you don't know if they're going to turn down and possibly go towards where you're at it. Once they get toward them. Animal asked the other two, um, there there are a few automatons up there, and they look like they're a bit modified. Should we wait until maybe they pass? Because I'm not positive we'd be able to sneak past them. But if we are going to sneak past them, we have to do it now. How about you guys stay here? I'll go in, loot the place, have anything useful, and meet you guys back here. Okay. Okay. Just, you know, shout if you're dying. All right. You got it. Yeah, I have a, I have a message. I'll send you a message if I need help. Go ahead and roll that stealth check then uh, as you go on the solo mission. And actually, right. Adam's going to uh, send a bat with Dirk that's just going to fucking like, hang on the back of his cloak or oh, okay, shirt. Okay, yeah, or... gotcha. Okay. So, so nothing that will give him away, but it's like, so you have like ears yeah. on him at all times. I like okay. it. So that's 11 plus 12. 12. Okay. So that is uh, 23. 23. Uh, for stealth. And I didn't, I also have Zed out mm-hmm. overlooking it before yeah. Dirk goes out, so mm-hmm. I don't know if I get a perception check for that or anything. No, just... no, there's no perception check required. You guys okay. have a good idea of what the picture is right now okay, because cool. of the other familiars. Um, so you got, you're able to get out of the sewers and get to the back door of the apothecary. Uh, however, the back door is locked. Um, there is a window you could break in if you wish, um, but I don't. I don't know what you want to do here. You're still uh, with the locked door, and the time the clock is ticking. You can hear them coming. Um, you get maybe one, maybe two actions before you could possibly be in sight. Okay. Uh, yeah, Dirk is going to, yeah, just try to pick the lock real quick, and he's going to use his uh, mage hand to do so, and he's going to kind of scoot somewhere where he could uh, hide for cover if he needs to. Okay, sounds good. So, slate of hand. That's good. Uh, 28. 28, okay. So, you kind of like, uh, you quickly conjure the uh, the um, 
ma mage hand and it's kind of doing its thing with the lock and as you go to duck behind for cover while you're letting it do its thing you hear a click and it's it's nearly imperceptible to everyone around you but you're able to swing the door in now i'm gonna have you roll a d20 okay <laughs> oh if you roll an 11 or higher it's gonna be a squeaky door oh no roll low yep roll low Low, 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 low. We Gucci. You Gucci? That's we a five. <laughs> okay, so you ended up with the apothecarist uh, who uh, who is oiling his, his hinges, <laughs> thankfully, as the door swings nice. open nearly silently, and you're able to slip in, closing the door behind you. Yep. And just as that door, uh, like, you turn the handle back, the three automatons come around the corner. Uh oh And they keep keep moving. Okay. Seemingly unknowingly, I am going to roll a perception check for them. This is still going to stick with your 23 stealth check, correct? Uh, correct. Okay. Uh, they only rolled a 20. Rolled pretty good, Ooh. but not that good. I rolled a 15, so it could have been worse. But uh, they uh, they do not notice you as you slip in quietly into the apothecary. Perfect. Um, uh, Dirk's going to sit tight where he's at for a moment mm -hmm. and... Uh, kind of like keep an eye on them through Zed's eyes. Okay. Uh, as they pass by or whatever they're doing. Okay. So they pass by and as you're kind of like peeking out the back window, kind of like watching them as they kind of like trail off, um, you got like this kind of like uh, uh, like frosted glass so you can only see like their figures as they move on out of sight. Um, but just as they kind of pass out of sight and they seem to be out of earshot, you go to turn back to check in the shop um, you feel oh, yikes. a sharp jab. Not sharp, sharp, but uh, poke <laughs> from a stick as you turn around in your side. Don't, mm. don't fucking move. It's okay. It's okay. I'm human. Yeah, no shit, you're human. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to help. <laughs> my, my name's Dirk. I'm with the Defense Force. He pulls out his badge. <sighs> So as you kind of are able to kind of like get this uh, this figure who has like a hood over him, he kind of like falls back and you see this dragonborn figure. He's uh, kind of smaller in size uh, and in stature. He looks like he's blue and red, uh, excuse me, with uh, like red patches on his on his skin. And uh, he just kind of like slumps back onto the floor as the wand kind of like falls from his hand. And he just he just kind of starts crying like quietly. It's like, oh, thank God. Oh. Uh, I've been hiding. Um, Are you okay? Are you hurt? What the fuck is going on? Shh. Keep it down. Uh, it's okay. Shit hit the fan. The automatons, they were taken control of somehow by a central power. And somebody is pulling their strings and militarizing them and collecting anybody, uh, any organic creatures and collecting them and doing I don't know what. what wait what what are they doing to us I don't know what oh god but okay hold on. okay we're um, me and my me and my friends they're nearby we're going to stop them but we're hurt pretty bad I need can you help us I, I mean I've got some bandages I've got some salves in the back look 
this stuff is only minorly medicinal. It's it's more for like show. Look, it's just oils to make people okay. feel good and smell okay. good. Okay, this is quiet, what I have quiet in here. Down, quiet He's down. Essential oil dealer. <laughs> quiet down. We went to the wrong place. I. <laughs> we went to Earthbound instead of. God uh, damn it. Instead of an actual apothecary. Went to some DoTerra show. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and, mm. and Dirk just just kind of like quiets him down. Look, all right. I'm gonna have my friends come up here. My one is good in alchemy. He might be able to make something work. Alright. We're gonna keep it quiet. Keep you safe. But you're gonna help us so that we can help everyone else. Okay. Alright. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, and it's me... at this point that the bat unclings itself from Dirk and begins scouting the apothecary. <laughs> uh, and I'm assuming that... they're just like flitting around and in the most chaotic pattern. And Dirk's gonna send a send a message to them. Uh, I think I can use the message spell to yeah. go through um, to them. Uh, Wait, do you do you remember how familiars work in the telepathy and the yeah no. C and Q? yeah no I I, I know <laughs> I just end up, whatever <laughs> all right go for it all right guys get up here as you say that they're already like coming in through the through the door because they're like yeah we, we heard we were here for all that <laughs> I would like to have uh, reloaded uh, while I was downstairs waiting that's cool that's cool yep that that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm gonna keep the shells. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. I guess we're gonna check out for anything that can be useful to us. Yeah. So it's like two more bats fly in behind <laughs> Adam. Uh. And as the bats fly in, <sighs> the spell fails because oh. time ran out. Um. It only lasts till you guys got to the apothecary. So, uh, you guys are now currently in the apothecary. You don't hear anyone around you. There is this gentleman here. He tells you that his name is uh, Thoris. Thoris. Yep. Uh, and he is, he has some salves in the back that could help your wounds, bandages, but they take time to fully uh, uh, take effect. There are a variety of different alchemical ingredients here, uh, but he, he doesn't mix actual potions. He, he just... It's more just for show. It's what people like. It's what people buy. It's it's. Adam, see what you can do. I'm going to um, I'm going to pull out a, a blue stone and flick it, and it's just going to begin to orbit around my head. Okay. And then I'm uh, I'm going to start ritually casting unseen servant. I don't okay. know how long we'll be here, but if it's about ten minutes, then I'll have an unseen servant. Yeah, I mean, if Adam's going to make anything, it's going to take long, about, like, hour, maybe more, depending. So, Fuck. Um, so you take... We'll Might say, as well take a short rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was, was going to say, say, you take about ten minutes um, to kind of look around. Um, you guys uh, put some salve on yourselves, you know, wrap up your... You bandage your wounds and everything like that. Um, and... Uh, uh, I'm also going to have Zed scouting outside. Okay, that sounds during right. During this time. Yeah. Is it possible that Adam could try to MacGyver something... Uh, that could be even better heal than the yeah yeah so i'm saying like salve. because you guys are possibly going to be here for at least an hour if you're going to do that mm -hmm. uh the salve will will take effect during that short rest sounds good to me so so you got um i need you to first roll an investigation check 
Uh, that is 16. 16. Okay. Um, so you think you can scrounge something together. I do need you to make an alchemy check, uh, which I believe is going to be an intelligence-based check, and you will have your proficiency for it. Dope. So I think it's a plus seven. Yeah, that's right. Okay. 14. 14. Okay. So not terrible, but not amazing. You are able to whip up uh, some small concoctions if you're willing to put in the time to do so. Um, the number will be, we'll say, you can make effectively a D6 minus one uh, concoctions in an hour. Now, that means that you will, no matter what, spend that hour time, and it's possible that none of them will work. Sure. Um, but these will be basically minor potions. Um, I'll, I'll let you know how effective they are when you use them, because you won't know until then. Because you're just working with what you got here. All right. This is not an exact science right now. You're just kind of like trying to make something work. Yep. Uh, while, while we're resting, I mm -hmm. will <clears throat> just uh, give everyone some words of encouragement and use my song of rest. Nice. It's more like words of rest. I Was that give an extra D6, right? Yep. Okay. Just an extra D6 to anyone's hit die they roll. Yeah. Duh, yeah. Cool. Uh, as long but as only you roll one at least D6. once. Yeah. yeah. You need to spend at least one hit die. Okay. I will do that for mine. Okay. Um, but you have to spend at least one hit die to get the additional D6. Uh, you guys yeah, do yeah. also, in addition, from the salve, gain an additional six hit points uh, from your short rest as well. Additional six. Yep. Oh, well, sorry. In that case, then I'm not using either of those things. I'm not using a hit die. I'm not any of that. Salve is fine. Okay, cool. So keep your hit die then. Uh, and then you guys, if you have six. If you use at least one hit die, you get an extra D6 to it as well. Then. Yes. Let's see um, so Bronson, while they're figuring that out, can you please roll me that D6 to determine the number of salves you get, or uh, uh, potions rather? If it's if it's a D6 minus one, that equates to two. Okay, so two's not terrible. Uh, so you do end up with two potions that you're unsure of the final result on. Right. Um, you, you're pretty confident in the results, um, but you you have two what you would assume are effective potions. Um, so you can keep them on you now, you take them now, or save them for later. Doesn't matter. But are they, would they be considered like minor healing uh, potions or just a random? Are they random potion? Uh, I know what they are, but until you drink them, you will not. Because even you're if, even because if Adam knows the ingredients. He does, but you're working with ingredients that are not reliable. So All right. you're you're hoping that they're good. You're confident that they will be a beneficial. You're not confident on the uh, the extent of their benefit. Okay. So uh, you're also doing it in a kind of a rush situation, in an unfamiliar situation, um, with you know lackluster tools, that sort of thing. Like it's it's just it's not a great place for you to be making these. So these are the downsides as you're unsure of the final result. Okay. Maybe the first time in my D and D history of ten plus years of playing, I am out of hit dice. <laughs> what were you saying, Bertram? What was Bertram saying about uh, never? Literally never before and yeah. still wouldn't have if I didn't get to burn one for some spells. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But hey. But I'm back at full. So you guys are heading on. Back into uh, the Sorry, he's, he's still rolling. Sorry, guys. Are you full HP? Ass. Okay, we'll just... We'll just... Uh, oh, Adam's good? Okay. Yikes, that's all what your full HP looks like. I know. <laughs> I, know. Six, uh, I was telling Raislin uh, during our break, I'm like... It's like 18 less than my math. 
I was telling Rachel during our break, I'm like, I feel like Adam's just going to have to take the tough feet. <laughs> just so he's not, uh, like, just so fucking squishy. What's your, what's your uh, con score? 14. God, that's pretty good. Because I just rolled bad on my... Yeah. Oh, uh, on your levels? HP stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. My, my con... Oh, you're a wizard guy, so... My con is coming in so clutch with these, with these rolls. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm, so I'm you feeling better full, now? I'm back up to full. I have two hit point or two hit dice left. Okay, okay, yeah. So resources are pretty low right now, is what I'm hearing. Yep, I like this. Okay, so cool. <laughs> I don't. I, I love it. This is fun. <laughs> so uh, you guys have spent about an hour here. You guys two hours out from when you left Fulcrums. Um, it's about another hour taken slowly through the sewers to get to the tower or. Half an hour if you're willing to move quickly uh, and risk possibly being seen or heard. Um, you will still be able to move stealthily. It's just you won't be doing it as well. So uh, go ahead and let me know where you guys are going from here. What's what's the game plan? Again, my vote is we be quick. We are quick. I'm fine with being quick now that I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> now, now that we can actually uh, hold ourselves up. All right. Well... I'm always down for quick when we're ready. You so. guys do have another option, which I didn't mention because I figured that it was not at all favorable. <laughs> Go you can move. You can, I was going to say, yeah, you guys can move really quick. Oh, we can. You we guys can. could get there in like five minutes. Oh, but if that, you took your. But your, that would be your, super aggro. Yeah, and you guys would get there like, like very quickly. And in style, and everyone would know that everyone would know. Possibly, yeah, probably. There's no. I'm in favor of it, but no, I'm willing to be outfooted yet again. Uh, All right, all right. So here's the question: Do we want to ride in like badasses or sneak in like intelligence strategists? I'm gonna go for the latter, (laughs) as. Adam looks at his fucking thin arms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I prefer the former, but it's one-to-one, Dirk. Zed, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> pecks you on your, the head lovingly. Yeah, pretty much. Wait, I have an idea. What if I run in first and cause a distraction and try to lure as many of whatever is probably guarding this building away yeah. while you guys go in undetected. I think if anyone here is the master of distraction, it's his me. If you want, I, right. mean, I mean, and I don't like the idea. <laughs> I mean, I think we're all pretty strong in that area. I think that's kind of where our skills overlap, but you know, I'm, I'm open to plans. I do enjoy the spotlight, but in this case, it might be a, uh, you know, gun sight. <laughs> well, on one side, he has his boots. He can move very quickly. You can on move much other, quicker than me. On the other side, I'm also very good at getting in and out of tricky situations. I don't think having everyone's attention on Adam is good for his long-term health. I I'm not I'm not sure splitting up is the move. I don't I don't think that's what we should do. Split the party. 
<laughs> if we need a distraction, we can use Zed. That... <clears throat> Yeah, I don't want to say disposable, but let's <laughs> Look, be honest. I know. They are a renewable resource. Zed hops onto your head and starts digging his claws in. <laughs> I will pull your feet, your Zed, stupid bud legs apart. Zed, 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 I love and appreciate you, buddy. And any sacrifice you make, you know I will appreciate you and reward you with all the loving treats later. But we need to get through this and hopefully and they'll be fine anyway yeah you'll be fine you're you're a, you're a face spirit you'll i'll see you again it, regardless it, it pecks you he pecks you on the forehead one more time before Ow. flitting back over to to Dirk's shoulder <laughs> I will pluck you you dirty chain. hey hey <laughs> zed <laughs> and bertram we're a team zed nuzzles zed, you lovingly zed zed <laughs> oh, oh, only only scratch at his head or poke at his head if I say it's okay. Okay. Preposterous poultry. <laughs> um, he, he makes a little chortle in, in affirmation, but like, you're still not 100% sure that gonna, he's going to listen. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. I feel like there's yeah. a part of Dirk where he doesn't want Zed to listen to that last <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's where that comes from. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're uh, moving. We're on the way. Yeah. Yes. So you guys are moving on your way, um, and you're going to go quickly. Correct. That. I'm just making sure I understand. Yeah. Like we're going quick, but we're not quad motor quick. No, I think we're still trying to no. stealth, but just yeah. No, we're, we're, yeah. We're, we're we're not hopping. We're on trying the, to. Yeah. On okay. the we're going to go as quick as we can. And uh, okay. So are you running through sewers or running through streets? Sewers. Sewers. Okay. So yeah. running through sewers, it's going to take you a little bit longer. We're going to say about 20 minutes and you're not going to roll a stealth check because okay. there's it, just if 20 minutes time, you can't be stealthy during that time. Right. Um, so go ahead and I need, um, I need someone to make a perception check and someone to make a survival check. Okay. Um, um, the third person can choose to focus on either one of those tasks to kind of be like a, a secondary. Give the help action. Yeah, basically. Uh, but okay. you're just going to roll separately just to make it more. Okay. More I, can, um, I can assist with survival. Actually, survival and perception is the same for me. So, so yeah. You guys can roll first, and then that person can decide. Dirk, what's your bonus to perception? Uh, my bonus to perception is plus five. My bonus to survival is plus two. So I'm, I'm thinking... Go, go perception. perception. Yeah. Your survival, Adam. I'm sorry. No, your perception, Adam. Is amazing. He's helping with perception, and I'm... Uh, Bertram will no, help it's, with. It, it, it's, sure. it's on we'll you. It's on you, Dirk. Got a nine. <laughs> <laughs> I got 12 total. Okay. I rolled really low. Balls. Survival 14. 14. Okay. So you guys are able to keep your path, and you're able to, for the most part, kind of understand, like, through the sewers, you're not running into anything in the sewers, at least. You're, you're pretty sure there's nothing uh, adversarial down here. Uh, give me one second. Okay. Interesting. It's always concerning when the DM says interesting. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. coming from up ahead of you. Uh, you guys can hear a commotion, though, as you're moving forward. Now, it's not in the sewers. It's just above, and it's actually kind of close to where your destination is. You're maybe about uh, a couple hundred feet away from where you're going to come out of the sewers to get into the building, hopefully. Um, and you hear an altercation going on. Um, there is... Uh, you hear the voices of Dragonborn up above, uh, the uh, and the clash of metal as you hear what is obviously a fight going on. Um, other than that, you are unsure of what's going on. Uh, you could send Zed up 
excuse me, you could send that out to kind of figure out what's going on. Your other familiars are gone. Yeah. Unless you chose to cast it during that time, which I, I'm fine with if that's what you want to do. But um, are yeah. there any voices we recognize of the dragon? <sighs> no, it's just kind of like general like grunts, shouts, like. Okay. You just you cool, can cool. generally tell that it's probably a dragonborn speaking or a cobalt possibly. Yeah, uh, Dirk is definitely gonna uh, summon Zed uh, above. Uh, you know, in, in somewhere hopefully he can be stealthy. If if not, then uh, you know, just wherever yeah. to get get a look over the stuff. Okay, so you're able to summon Zed kind of over the area and kind of in this uh, this area in front of the buildings because it's there's kind of like this large street. Uh, we'll say it's probably about like maybe four or five. Uh, we'll say it's like 20, uh, 30 feet wide is the street that completely surrounds the the five towers. So it's just kind of like this large round, uh, like roundabout that just goes around the whole the whole area of it um, and fighting in front of one of the uh, the five towers. You're unsure of which one it is right now. You kind of would have to get closer because they're not like big signs on them right now. Right. Um, there is a group of three dragonborn in extremely shiny armor. Each of them has uh, these large metallic wings that are kind of folded behind them. And you assume, because you've never seen these, but you've heard about them, Mm -hmm. that these belong to the Soaring Scales Brigade. Uh, And they are a specialized strike force in Agelfia. They are like basically Agelfia's form of... National Guard? Yeah, like... Uh, but uh, it's more like Secret Service, actually. Oh, God. Right? Like, they protect the council, specifically, and also uh, more specialized enemies. Uh, well, yeah, Dirk will definitely communicate to the others that he sees them, specifically, Why up there they fighting. Why would they be here? They are fighting currently against a larger group of assembled automatons. There's a variety of them. Some of them are actually spilling out of the one building that's there, and it looks like uh, Zed notices off in the distance there are uh, two of the prototype uh, automatons that are converging on the location. It looks like the soaring scales are currently kind of losing the fight. Yeah. Like going on right now is, does it look like they're desperately outnumbered or like it's, it's a feasible fight. It looks like before the two were coming in, it was an even fight. uh, And now it looks like they're kind of trying to back off and possibly retreat once since there's new combatants coming in this fight. Okay, so it sounds like a a, a feasible uh, yeah. fight to Dirk. It seems, <laughs> it seems like a withdrawal at this point. Yeah, it's like mostly even right now as is. But if you guys prob- want to involve yourselves, but they're probably gonna die. If, or they um, they might die. If, there will be losses. You right. do also know that they are working with the military. Uh, uh, the head of the Soaring Scales Brigade is leading the city's defenses right. Right. So that call to action that you guys all got was yeah. when you heard that. We may not want to let them know yeah. we are a wall. Exactly. That's that's another issue that you see, uh, possibly if you were to help them. So. Right. Balls. <sighs> All right. If we want to help, I'm sure I can talk us out of it. Mm. I'd rather skip over them altogether and. Just get into continue the our mission. They right. may be otherwise good people. Uh, Adam, roll me an intelligence check, real quick. I, how did Bertram become <laughs> moral compass here? <laughs> Seventeen. <laughs> Seventeen. Um, Adam, you're fairly certain that you might be able to get into the building via the sewers. 
That's exactly, that's literally what Bronson the player was going to Yeah, because you know that the sewers converge on the central location, and from your historical knowledge and reading up on the city, you know that there is kind of like this museum now that sits at the center of these five uh, towers that actually once was Castle Ilgelfia. It was the original castle where the king of Agelfia used to live. But it's uh, been downsized, and now it's basically just kind of like this archaic uh, uh, museum that they put magical and um, historical artifacts in just on show. But you do know that the cisterns probably lead directly into the dungeons of the old tower, or the old uh, castle. So you should be able to get into them via the sewers, possibly. And then from there, getting to a tower... Uh, there, there are entryways into all five of the towers from the castle. So that's your your most obvious egress into the uh, Automation Incorporated tower. Cool. Well, if our goal is to stop all of the robots in this city from killing the citizens, I don't think stepping out to help these dragonborn would help accomplish that goal. No, he's saying that to both Dirk and Bertram. If especially, if we help them, they could possibly help us, but also possibly not. There's just going to be more coming anyway. Yeah, mm. we we have a plan to hit at the heart to knock d- down everything. I feel like we need to stick to our mission. It's more important. I'm outvoted. Fine. Let's do it. There should be sewer access into the castle. Um, the ca- Is the castle like in between all of the yes, buildings that yeah. spiral up? Yeah, so they're yeah. kind of like, uh, it's like the central area is where the castle is. It's much smaller than it used to be. And then on the outskirts of that is these five towers that are skyscraper sized, almost the size of the Empire State Building individually. Uh, they each have a hundred floors. The hundredth floor is the CEO's office, and uh, at the very center, near the top, there is this floating little uh, office space that is the council chambers, where all of the counselors meet. So it's directly floating above the castle. Um, so yeah, you guys can get in there, and there's there's entranceways from the castles to the the buildings, and from each of the buildings across. Like even at certain heights, at certain levels, there's even uh, like bridges that go across between adjacent buildings. So it's, they are five separate towers, but they're kind of interlocked, too. Um, okay. They're structurally, even, so. Would we have to step out of the castle to get to the towers? Or no, you would it... not have to exit out to the outside cool. to get from a, from the castle to one of the towers. And even possibly from get from, like, one tower to another, you technically don't, because there's, like, uh, little bridges that go across. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, as long as you have... The map sense that yeah. should be able to get us underneath that. Yeah. We'll, we'll find an access point. We'll find it. Okay. Uh, so now I'm going to need one final survival check from someone uh, to find that a Plus correct two. location. I think I get four oh. total to my survival. Mine's also four, but I've been doing it, so I'll just do it. Go yeah. for it. <laughs> It's a natural one. It's a natural one. Oh, nuts. Total of five. Okay. Right? Please so, be a seven. Please be... No, it's a natural one. It's a natural one. Yeah. <laughs> so are, are we fully relying on, on him to succeed? It's over here. 
Clearly. Okay, so Bertram leads you on, and it's kind of dark over here. Uh, the light, because you're kind of passing underneath where the buildings are, uh, you guys, it's nearly pitch black through here as you're continuing on. And you continue forward. Uh, so I I do still have uh, Zed on my shoulders looking okay. through his eyes to okay. do the, to have dark vision 60 feet. Can I have a perception check from Zed, please? Yep. It is not based on hearing, so it is not an advantage. That is a natural 20. Okay. So, Bertram, you are leading the pack. Mm -hmm. And as you're going, the path that Bertram has chosen uh, just drops off. And you see Bertram's foot is floating over air. And he goes to step down, just like putting his full weight down. And, Dirk, you're able to literally grab his shoulder and catch him as he starts to fall forward (laughs) and pull him back. Yep. Uh, So you are able... The nat 20 saved the nat 1 here. Okay. And Dirk is able to move forward a little bit more and look down and kind of see that it drops down into a uh, pool of water, um, which does look like uh, there is a little bit of light, very faint light coming from (laughs) up ahead uh, from one of the grates that looks like it could go into the lower levels of the castle. Thank you for saving me from the vat of gross bullshit. Yeah. And normal shit. Um, yeah, let's uh, watch where we step now, huh? <laughs> so so you guys are kind of like, now that you're able to kind of get a better idea, you can kind of see what's going on. It's kind of like this circular chamber um, that just drops straight down from the pipe that you guys are coming out of. And it drops down maybe about another 5, 10 feet before it hits this pool of water. You're not sure how deep. It's very dark in here, and even with Zed's dark vision, he can't tell what's going on exactly underneath the water. Um, however, on the opposite side, there is another pipe that looks like it has a grate that goes out into a lower level of the castle is where you're assuming. You don't know how you're going to get from here to there right now, but that's for you guys to figure out. Sorry, is it like a bunch of water between us, or is it yeah, it's a like a uh, fall? It's a fall into a pool of water. Okay. Um, and we'll say it's 15 feet across. So you could leap it, possibly, but it'd have to be a good athletics roll. Uh, how, how are the walls of this chamber? Uh, they are pretty sheer and slimy. Okay. You could possibly walk across it, but you'd be hoping for a good roll, too. Right. Hey, uh, Adam, that uh, grappling hook you got there might be useful here. To get specifics on... How it works. The idea was to basically be like a Dark Knight grappling hook where it yanks him to the point. Okay. Um, yeah, if he if he can... You could do that. You could work for you. You could work for one individual. Right, right, right. Or you could use it to swing across, which would require rolls. Rolls that are, would be much like lower DC for everybody. Yeah. But... Hold on. But he normally uh, drops someone in those movies, so. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't copyright strike us. <laughs> I performed that just now. <laughs> yeah, Dirk, Dirk is going to uh, reach into his uh, bag of holding and pull out, um, pull out his rope. He's going to hand one end to Adam. And let the rest slack down so that'll just zip away as he as he goes. So he'll have one end of the rope 
and I'll have the other. It's 50 feet of rope. I don't know how big the chamber is, so I don't know if that's even going to... No, it's, just a it's only a 15 foot gap. It's not like okay. it's crazy. She, yeah, you can do that. Oh, yeah. we, and it's a pool of water, right? I mean, it'll be gross, and I'll hate everyone and everything if I end up down there, but uh, we'll survive. Right. All right. Well, this was an alligator. Grap- grapple hook man first. Yeah, Adam's going to aim the grappling hook at a, a point across the gap, but trying to think of what he's going to hook onto. Are there any fixtures in the sewer? Grates or otherwise? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's a grate you could that's a little bit higher up that seems like it's pouring out of. Uh, there's water pouring out of it. You could try and hook onto there. All right, yeah. Um, trying to think of anything that might be able to give me bonus to what I'm about to do because I feel like <laughs> I'm more likely to miss. To <laughs> Random bullshit, go! Right. <laughs> I, I, I think you just gotta do it, my man. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. So down to the dice. So you're you swinging across. fucking us the whole last three I sessions. I mean, I'm trying to, yeah, trying to like put the grappling hook to the grate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so you shoot it up. It sticks into the grate. It hooks it. You're pretty sure it's nice. a secure uh, latch. Mm-hmm. I'm All right. Gonna, hold on. Push, push Adam because we're taking too much time. Bertram's like people are dying. Hang tight. So Adam's gonna... just shoved, goes, and you swing across and you land on the other side on uh, that little uh, nice. uh, ledge there. And you like you start swinging back a little bit as you're like no, holding no, no, yourself go. up on let the. Let's <laughs> mounted to the gauntlet. <laughs> I, I love how this 15-foot gap is slowed us down so much. Yeah. All right, so, uh, Adam, you just got across the gap, and your gauntlet is still attached to the grappling hook. <laughs> Are you going to take the glove off and swing it back so others can swing across with it? No, no, hold on, hold just on. Just cut the rope. Did, did, did Adam actually grab the rope when he grapple hooked over, or or did he not? The Well, the whole grappling hook apparatus is like mounted to the gauntlet i'm, I'm saying did you did, did you grab onto the rope that dirk handed out for him to take or did you just fucking go oh i <laughs> thought you fucking like tied that to me or some shit i, yeah, I he no, tied it to you sure <laughs> yeah no, it, it's okay it doesn't matter so it's fine yeah he All tied right. the rope to you cool <laughs> otherwise you can just throw the rope over it yeah. <laughs> it's 15 or mage hand it yeah that that's too. true too uh, so, so dirk, dirk is actually gonna use his mage hand to untie the rope off of Adam and tie it up onto the grate. Okay, uh, okay. Can you get my grappling hook while you're there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then, and then his, uh, the mage hand just grabs the grapple hook, wiggles it loose. <laughs> yeah, it's, it plops down into the water. Gross. I'm just gonna reel it back. Yeah, so you and, reel it back up. And then the mage hand just uh, brings, brings the rope over to uh, Bertram. You hear hissing from below. <laughs> what? You hear hissing below. I'm looking. I'm looking over the edge. It's dark, really fucking dark. You can't even see the water because you don't have dark vision. Zed does though. Zed sees a couple crocs swimming around down there. And, and um, so, so this is a 15 foot gap, but for but for Bertram right now, it's looking what? like it's just extending <laughs> more and more. Any, any stone, rock, or anything that's like loose that I could, that's nearby. You can pick uh, up uh, like a pebble. No, like a pebble. Yes. Yeah, I'd love. I love. I'd love to grab a pebble. Okay, I can grab a pebble. I'm gonna cast light on it. Okay. 
I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna drop it down this abyss because that's a no no sound. <laughs> so you drop it down in this abyss. I'm gonna cast light. Yeah, a little pebble yeah, casting light. So you grab a little pebble and it, it drops down. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't a very heavy pebble. Uh, so actually, it wasn't a pebble. It was a piece of dried shit. So it floats, <laughs> which makes it better. <laughs> You're just mad that you realize this rock is floating now. And realize what that means. Dirk's next to me. I'm going to wipe my hand off on Dirk's sleeve. Uh, Dirk, Dirk just reaches into his bag of holding, hopefully pulls out the wand. Uh, and it does it does appropriately illuminate the two crocs that are circling down below. Okay, okay. I'm just going to tug on the rope, make sure it's secure. Me- meanwhile, Make Dirk's sure the rope's secure. Uh-huh. And tug on it. Dirk's just behind him and like, I'm a dirty hobo. And just cleans <laughs> the little shit stain <laughs> off of his vest. And then puts it back. Uh, I'm just going to kind of try to put as, mu- as much of my weight on this thing as I can uh, before I leap off. And I'm going to... I'm gonna, <sighs> rope swing. Athletics check, please. Athletics. Would Adam be able to uh, ready a frostbite cantrip? Sure, yeah. The triggering event being a croc coming out of the water after Richmond. <laughs> Four. Four. Four? Oh, no! Okay. Natural three. All right, so you misjudge the trajectory of this, mm-hmm. and your hand slips on the rope a little bit as you're going, and you only drop a couple feet. But what that means is that when you get to the other side, because the grate was a little bit further along, you're now like the the lip of the tunnel is about at chest height for you. Yeah. So you're trying to scramble while kind of kicking off of this slimy wall to try and pull yourself up while still holding onto this rope and not falling down more. And you guys can see the crocs moving towards <laughs> towards the location on that side where Bertram is nearly falling into the water right now. I'm going uh, to try to so, pull myself up the rope. So the mage hand can only can only pull up 10 pounds, but the mage hand is going to kind of grab the, the back of his uh, jacket and lift up that 10 pounds to okay. hopefully make it a little easier for him. All right, so make another athletics check. I might Plus be a- one <laughs> for the mage hand. 10. 10. 10 11. is what you rolled, right? Uh, I rolled a natural 8, plus 1 from me, <laughs> and then plus 1 from the mage. Oh, no! <laughs> so it's 10. So, so 10 total. You are able to kind of, like, scramble. You've let go of the rope at this point. It's oh, gone. No. Your your hands, you have them firmly now on the lip of this 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 tunnel. But Adam's just kind of standing over you, just kind of, like, whispering some words as he's got a frostbite prepared to shoot down at the alligators below. But he's just kind of standing there, like, How letting do- you kind of <laughs> do it on your own now. Help me! Damn it! Uh, <laughs> as as this happens, uh, oh wait, the mage, the mage hand is occupied, but I can, I can still probably do this. Uh, so sick. <laughs> yeah, Dirk is going to uh, take a look at uh, his what he's dealing with. Um, actually, he's gonna pull from his uh, pouch um, his immovable rod mm-hmm. hand it to zed uh oh, okay and uh telepathically instruct zed to put it over the middle and hit the button and then uh dirk follows that up by running leaping s- grabbing on to the immovable rod and using it as a as a swing okay yep and swings to the other side okay i'm gonna need the athletics check it's a lower dc though because it's 
a little bit easier, I guess. Nathan Drake over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, athletics? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 21. 21. Okay, so yeah, you definitely, you're able to swing to the other side. Um, Adam kind of has to back up so you can land there real quick. And Dirk is still kind of like, or not Dirk, I'm sorry. Uh, Bertram is hanging down below. Bertram, like you're scrambling right now, to, I'm and this slime. So hard to yeah. You're, you're like, my way over you're like kicking. You're kicking with your feet, and your feet just can't get a hold on this slimy wall. Your front half is completely covered right now, and just whatever this muck is, and you're just, you're just pulling. You're pulling. You're pulling. Make an athletics check. Six. Six. Oh no! Uh, your fingers, they're like aching, and you're just, you just can't get a good enough grip. Uh, what are you guys doing to help at, at this uh, point? Yeah, Dirk, Dirk and Adam, they're just gonna, or I, at least Dirk's just gonna grab plant, an arm, plant his I'd feet be eaten on, alive on the, and get any more filthy. So. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's gonna plant his feet and try to grip him and yank him up. Adam will grab the other arm. He'll cancel his uh, casting. Just grab Bertram's other arm and try to... It's still got that mage you, hand, too. You hear that high-pitched hiss one more time, and <laughs> you hear the snap of jaws that just barely... You can feel like... You swear you can feel the air move behind your ankles as they pull you up <laughs> into this pipe as the teeth just kind of, like, brush against your pants. <laughs> Complete, they miss you, but just narrowly, and you're currently, like, you're up now in the tunnel. You almost made it all the way through the sewers without getting disgusting. <laughs> um, but like five feet away, there's like this grate that's like pretty dilapidated. And you guys think it goes right into the castle. We're going to find out where it leads next time, because right now we're just going to leave you guys here. Well, real quick, I'm just going to get pulled up. I'm just going to look at my friends, Adam and Dirk, <laughs> both right in front of me. I'm just going to puke over everything. <laughs> 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 That's it. Uh, I'm just going to puke everywhere. And Dirk just pulls out the wand and hands it to him. I I, th I think you've earned uh, using this for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as the mage hand brings uh, back the, the rope and the... Your rod. My rod, yeah. And then that's, that's, uh, yeah. That's it. It's all she wrote for now. And you guys are into the castle. Um, the biggest enemy you faced was a fucking 15 foot gap over water. Um, I mean, th that 15 foot gap definitely hurt some of our pride more than our health. But before, our health got really fucked. So, I mean, as a DM. Hurting your pride is much more satisfying <laughs> than your health. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I find it very fun. All right, that's fair. Uh, okay, uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Good luck. <laughs> See you. Bye, guys. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to this episode of Dice Heist. If you like what you've just listened to, why not help us out by spreading the word of the show? Tell a friend, family member, or coworker. The more people that listen, the more we can improve the show for you, our listeners. Another great thing you could do to help the show is writing a review and subscribing on whatever podcast network you use to listen to us, like Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and so many more. Don't forget to check out patreon.com slash diceheist, where we always have great content for all, not just our members. Give it a try, and if you feel it's worth it, we would greatly appreciate your patronage. I'd like to thank all the people that make this show possible, starting with Aaron, Bronson, and Nick for being amazing partners in this crazy show. Our intro and outro today is Something for Now by our very own Nick. I can't forget my partner behind the screen and wife, Erica, for her support and her constant help with writing, ideas, and of course, the show notes. And of course, we can't forget BattleBards.com for their help improving our show with their expansive library of music. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Dice underscore Heist and on Facebook at Dice Heist Podcast. Feel free to reach out to us there or send us an email at DiceHeistPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of Dice Heist.